0: You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at GeeksRadio.com, home of Trek Off, the not-safe-for-work Star Trek podcast. Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture. Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper. Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy. And Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to geeks radio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment. Warning: The episode you're about to listen to may include plot spoilers and naughty language, so listener discretion is advised. It's time for Trek Off. Benedict Cumberballs. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin
1: and my name is Alexia.
0: And today, we are trying something. Why do you
1: say that? Today? What I love like is a, that the opening of our Cosby? podcast.
0: I love that the today. opening of our podcast is now I say today and then you question me about the way I say today. And that's how it goes. Um, we are doing <laughs> <that's> something. <laughs> so if our timing is slightly off and there's a little bit of a delay between us, we are doing something that we have done once before only by phone but the first time we've actually ever tried this. We are doing this from different locations. <gasps> Isn't that weird? Very weird. Very weird. Um, and so uh, uh, the fact of the matter is is that we um, are in a time of year when it's getting a bit colder, and uh, and uh, dearest Alexia likes to ride fancy motorbikes um, <laughs> which go like this, <laughs> um, and uh, and it's cold. And frankly, and even I wet from,
1: tonight, like as well, which is never good. Kind of,
0: Far away, so we yeah. have decided to try this uh, little trick that I learned from the show that, of course, I've been talking about so much—the Delta Quadrant, because uh, that's how they do it too—is this way. Um, speaking of which, I don't know if this is going to air before or after this the episode, probably before. Um, but I was on the Delta Quadrant today. Yay! Um, and they liked me, and they said that I was good, and they said that you have to come on, and I think that's going to happen pretty soon. So likely, this episode will air. And then their episode will air, and then soon after, all of us will be on the Delta Quadrant. But um, I took a hostage from the shell. Um, <laughs> I, I I I stole him, and I brought him to us. So, ladies and gentlemen, from the Delta Quadrant, kind of um, the their captain. I am going to ask all about that stuff. But here is um, Mr. Matt Hanson. Hi, Matt.
2: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Yay! Thanks for, this thanks is for, exciting.
0: <laughs> Tell us what so so for people who don't know. Uh, what is the Delta Quad? What is what is that? And don't well, say the part of space where Voyager is. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, aside from being the part of space where Voyager is, we damn um, it,
0: motherfucker!
2: <laughs> you asked, but uh, we are the we're not the first, but we're the longest-running Star Trek Voyager review podcast. We when we looked when we started the show. Uh, we saw that there were podcasts for Next Gen and original series, and Deep Space Nine, and all that sort of stuff. And we know, we all know the reputation that Voyager has among the Trek community. But uh, we wanted to do something different and unique. And there are Voyager fans out there, and I do want to give them a voice. So that's mainly what I want to do with the show. And we just uh, Justin was just on for season five premiere today. So
0: now it's really interesting how this uh, how this works out. My- uh, we are, much like it was with JR Watches Star Trek for the first time, um, I, I became a listener of the show just by searching out Star Trek podcasts. Both uh, you and I, Matt, listened to uh, Make It So um, yes. back when it was public. And then I, back now that you have to pay for it, um, I didn't know that until like two nights ago that that was even available. So I stopped listening, um, and I was looking for other Star Trek podcasts. And there, e- there's a lot out there, but there's a whole lot of like fan fiction podcasts um, where you where it's not really people talking, and I I like it when it's people talking. And so I finally found uh, your show, and I started listening, and I listened through, and I listened through. I finally got in touch with you, and it turned out, at the same time, you
2: had been listening to us. Since, like, you guys were barely a few episodes, and I want to say you were not more than 10 episodes in when I started picking up the show. Because it was in... I, I, I started listening to you right after I graduated college, so that would have been... Like late 2011, which is when you guys started, I think.
3: Awesome. That's funny. Because
0: we're old. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I know, because I, like, I am
1: old now. <laughs> I feel really old now. <laughs> um,
0: but we, like, so we finally got in touch and we chatted the other night and then I finally got to do their show, which is weird because it's, it's, it's like being, I don't know how to explain this. It's like watching your favorite show. For those of you who only listen to us or don't listen to a lot of podcasts, like I'm used to this one way communication where they talk and I listen. And that's all it is. And then suddenly I'm there and I'm able to chime in. And it's it's like that's pressure there, man, because I'm like I'm like even though like like we're all just normal people, to me. They're on the radio, you know. are like, and you're like I gotta be
1: clever. I gotta be funny. They hope they like me.
0: <laughs> um, it's, and it's very weird. I'm I'm seeing faces to the voices that I've been hearing this whole time, and it's 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 really kind of strange, like breaking that wall.
2: Yeah. No, I know what you mean because I am kind of feeling the same way right now. Um, as far as what you said earlier about me being the captain, I think Melissa would kill me if I assumed command. <laughs> but I I, I think. What I, what I always call myself is I, I've been on the longest out of the, the three of us that are still left. I joined in when they were on episode three of season one. So I kind of call myself the Alan Alda of the <laughs> Delta Quadrant <laughs> podcast in that I'm the one who stays while everyone else comes and goes. That's so. funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so at least you're the most experienced, right? Yes. Yes. There you go.
0: Um, I wanted to get you two together as kind of, uh, um, you know, instigating well, so a fight.
1: Let's, let's, let's just go ahead and say kind of what happened. <laughs> so Justin, in his infinite wisdom, uh, tried to get in touch with me to let me know that the time had changed and as a result, like, I wasn't able to figure out the stuff and be able to join everybody on time. But, like, I, I had watched the episode, like, in preparation, like, to be like, I am going to talk about this. I better watch it. Um, so then it was, like, when I talked to him on the phone after you guys had finished up and everything, and I was like, oh, that's so great. I'm, so, I'm so excited that you got to do that. And I was like, yeah, that fucking episode, dude. And I started, like, talking about it. And he was like, I have a great idea. Let's let's, let's do it again. talk about it, and we'll see if we can get Matt to come talk about it with us, and we'll do like some crossover action. I was like, "Fuck oh, yeah, dude, let's do it!" So that so again.
0: we're gonna cover some of the same ground that we talked about um on the episode, but let's uh let us tell you what we're up we're talking about the season five opener to Voyager, and for those of you who are like, really, you're gonna have a whole show about one episode of Voyager? Um, it's not all we're going to talk about. I think. No. That, no. That, we're gonna we're gonna have to hit Voyager as a whole um, because I think that we're gonna come into the some of the criticisms that that Alexia would definitely have for Voyager as a whole. Um,
2: I just want to preface let- this by saying that I I do like Voyager because I grew up with it. You have to understand I was born in '89, so Voyager was the show that was on when I was growing up, getting into Star Trek. But uh, I do fully acknowledge that the show is heavily heavily flawed so don't think that I'm coming from like the opposite corner of you Alexia because I I hear you I do hear you
1: I was yeah I was a little worried because when Justin had said hey let's let's hang out with the Delta Quadrant guys and let's like talk about Voyager and stuff I was like well I'm cool with that I was like I don't want but them to hate me. I don't want them to like, dislike <laughs> me because I don't really like... I, I don't think it's... <laughs>
2: I'll put it this way. And now I, I, I'm so glad I could cuss because I'm so not built for the PG show that we do. <laughs> but I don't I don't think it's the fucking garbage that you think it is. But <laughs> I think that it's... I, I think it has problems. It definitely has problems. I don't think well, I know it has what problems.
0: What I said about no, insurrection... What I said about insurrection at the end of insurrection, um, or, or the end of the con- the talk that we had on delta quadrant, is because uh, not insurrection, but um, yeah, I think well, I think whatever. I I my point was that uh, that the worst. Oh, we we're talking about Into Darkness, and I said the worst Star Trek movie is better than like the fact that it is my third or fourth least favorite Star Trek movie. Into Which Darkness. Fuck you,
2: by the way. It's awesome. Oh. <laughs> man, <laughs>
0: um, but what I said is that it makes it it makes it only in my top thirty movies ever because in my top thirty you're gonna have twelve Star Trek movies, <laughs> you know, Because
1: even yeah, the bad like one, that's the thing. Yeah, even it's like pizza or sex. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good, you know. <laughs> I don't know.
2: That, I don't think I've ever had bad sex that was good, but you know.
1: Really, I mean. I guess because we're built differently. I don't differently. know, I don't know that made... I've ever had truly bad sex, so I suppose that's just like a thing I heard, and it sounds
0: <laughs> good. Is, 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 is sex not like like you're just going?
1: Wow! I'm having sex! <laughs> I
0: do, I do that out Which loud. Which
1: I do all the time. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> um, I but I mean I think I think that's the thing when we talk about voice, like like what makes a movie one of your favorites? It's it's something that you rewatch. It's something you watch again. I. Don't think that Star Trek the Motion Picture is a good movie. I don't think that Star Trek V is a good movie. I can guarantee you that in the next two years I will rewatch both of those films. <laughs>
1: yes,
2: agree. Yeah, well, like, like, we should talk about this at some point in the future. Like, why do we subject ourselves to the things we don't like, even though like it, it's weird. Because I don't I'm not fond of the motion picture or five either, but I still watch them every damn time.
1: Well, that's it's so funny. Because, because a lot because you're like thing. I don't know. Did anybody happen to notice? Like, I and it's so kind of topical, I guess, right now, because like I had just posted on my Facebook the fact that like I admitted that I like watch bad shows, and I don't mean like like, not-so-good shows. Like, I'm not even talking about, like, Trek that's, like, not as good as the other Trek. I mean, like, abysmal shit. Like, The Vampire Diaries. It's awful. It's so bad. Like, there is almost nothing good. Like, like, the only reason I watch it is because the guy who plays Damon is fantastic. And it's like, I'm watching this show hoping that, like, somehow it will be good because I want this (laughs) poor actor to have something he can go to every day and enjoy. And it's, like, it's so sad because it never happens. And then I just sit there and I watch it and I and I'm like, "Oh god, why is this so bad? And why do I keep watching it? Why?" And I don't I, have I don't really
2: know. <laughs> I have to admit, I'd never, I didn't get suckered into that show, even though it's built for you and me, Alexei. It's it's girls and homosexuals, and you no. Know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it totally. You know, I don't know if you would ever read the books, man, because that's why I like I read the books years and years and years ago because I'm old. But like, I loved the books. I remember when I read them, like in high school, I was like, on These are so good. Um, and so I was excited when the show came out, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're gonna make a show, and then it was like that f- the from the first episode I was like oh my god oh, no. oh it's so bad <laughs> why <laughs> why <laughs> and then I continue to watch it
2: and but speaking like, of crap speaking of crap Voyager let's talk Voyager yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yes and it is crappy it is crappy uh, I-, I wouldn't is even go
2: that far but we'll get into it.
0: You're that. so angry for having to j- you just finished Angel right?
1: Yes and it was it's- crap crappity crap crap crap
0: and Dude, you will never crap. watch it
1: again. Crap, no. I will absolutely happily in my life never again watch Angel. I will watch maybe several, like that's what I was talking about. Like I hated it, but that, like the puppet episode was fucking entertaining. It was funny. but And so I might watch that episode again, right? But like I won't watch Angel as a whole again. Fuck that shit. A waste of my life. I was like, Voyager? I watched it for you. Don't ever say I don't love you, man, because that is what Thank I did. I watched it Thank all you. the way to the end for you.
0: Well, you're a completist, and I appreciate that. You're awesome. What about Voyager? Will you rewatch that?
1: that? Um, so here's the thing. So like I said, I went to go watch this episode because I was like, okay, we're going to talk about it. I really should watch it because um, I'd only seen it the one time. And I'm like, I think, yeah, Mr. A like, came in when I was watching, and he's like, what are you – I was like, yeah, I gotta... What are you doing? He's like, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I gotta, <laughs> you know. And he's like, okay. And so, like, I'm watching, I was like, do you want to stay? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. But he did, he did, because, like, strangely, he was compelled. It's Star Trek. Because At the it's, the Star day, Trek it's Star Trek. Trek.
3: Even exactly. when it's bad, it's still pretty
1: good. Yeah, so, like, he wound up watching the episode with me anyway, going... And, like, so- every once in a while, we give each other, like, looks, like... Uh,
0: so do you think you'll ever rolls, watch the show know. again? Like like if you get like five years in the future, you've done you've done another DS9 rewatch, you've done another original series rewatch, you've done another next gen rewatch, you've you know and you're into Enterprise okay. first.
1: I would watch Enterprise I would rewatch Enterprise before I would rewatch Voyager. Um and I would prob. What I might do, what I might do, would be to rewatch Voyager, like random episodes from like one seven of nine is on the ship. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say uh, that's what uh, Ben, a former co-host of the Delta Quadrant, has said, and I agree with him that for most, for all the other Star Treks, he always recommends starting at the beginning, even with DS9, because that's a show you really do need to start from the beginning. But he said with Voyager. If you hadn't seen it before, he always recommends season four onward because that's when Seven is on the show. So what? You like she, you, it's a marked like,
1: improvement. It really is. Like so I'm what, not you it elevates it to good, but it's definitely. And, and that, that's not fair. Okay, I'll be honest. There are some episodes in there that are good because if it's Doctor centered or Seven centered, it's it's usually a fairly good episode.
0: So what do you think? You 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 start you you watch the pilot. And then watch the Sarah Silverman episode, because that's where the Doctor gets his mobile emitter, and it's a pretty good episode. It's a two-episode one. And then jump all the way to Scorpion, uh, where Seven joins, and just go from there?
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: Could it be done? Could you watch that and miss almost
1: nothing? Absolutely, I think. Because nobody changes that much. And
2: I would say, uh, having watched seasons one through three for the Delta Quadrant, there are good episodes in there. Uh, you know, contrary to what people might think, I think there are some good episodes in there, but uh, you can start with season four and, and if you know if you're told the premise of the show is the ship is trying to get home, then you're fine. I mean yeah, I think it's you worth watching the anything.
0: pilot. I think it's worth watching the pilot, which is not that bad uh, of of a watch.
1: No, I, I don't was know a that I agree pilot. because because the the reason is that if like one of the things that you always complain about is the fact that it... That, like, they almost immediately don't have a problem with, like, being half Maquis, half, you know, Federation. So I almost think it would just fuck it worse for you. Like, if you, versus just being told, so they got stuck in the Delta Quadrant and it's going to take them a fuck long time to get home. Go. Like, well, what that's I said all to you Matt,
0: mean. What I said to Matt as we were we were like when we had sort of a get to know each other talk the other day, um, I said what the show could have used, let's say they said, Okay, we want it to be half Maki, they we want it to be half Starfleet, we don't want them to fight all the time, we want them to get along, so we can't change that. What else could you add to the show? And I it occurred to me, um, when Neelix meets uh meets them, he says about fifty times he's met captains of ships who've been pulled over from the other side. Um, and we know that the Equinox was pulled over. We know that two other ships were pulled over from the Alpha Quadrant, both the, the Maki ship and Voyager. It's safe to say that probably there are other ships that were pulled over too. So what if there was, and I suggested a Romulan ship, what if there was a Romulan ship that they kept running into that was also trying to get home, but they were being all unethical about the way they did it. So they got it. They would get ahead of Voyager because like, they meet planets, they're like, fuck you, and they blow them up. And, and they battle Voyager from time to time but eventually they get ahead we don't see him for a year but then Voyager gets you know ac- occasionally gets like boosted forward like five six years like Kess goes here we shave ten years off your journey and so so they meet again and then what if you had like over the course of the seven years you had maybe 15 20 episodes where you ran into this recurring bad guy of another romulan ship that was very powerful that you had to deal with and I think that that... Just that kind of continuity was something you could, because one of the things I, one of the, one of the many thematic problems I have with Voyager is that there's no, there's no sense of continuity between the episodes. Like you can't yeah. skip episodes. And and getting the idea that there was this other looming force. Think of how cool it used to be when Q would show up and you go, hey, he's back. Or Dol- yeah, it was Golden always fun
1: when back. Q would come back when there was recurring characters or bad guys that you had come to like.
0: And or what if just on the Equinox episode if they had done it earlier and then it got away and then a kid like it was like the evil leaper on Quantum Leap or Cat on Night Rider you know like it was just like right you you would you would run into them from time to time and, and they were out there trying to do the same shit you were but they were doing bad stuff
2: and I took Justin's suggestion and tweaked it a little bit I think it would have been better if it was a Cardassian ship because then they could have used the Maquis yeah. thing on Voyager where there would have been bad blood still there and then half of the Voyager crew would have wanted to do something, and the other half would have wanted to deal with the Cardassians some other way. Because that was my main problem with Seasons 1 through 3, is that if the Maquis, which I know for a fact were created for Voyager, they did piss all with them. I know, yeah.
1: like, what was the point? Like, they, they went to such trouble to sort of create this... You know, schism of people, and then they like didn't do anything with like, it. Other than to be like,
0: the maquis was created for Voyager, and they teased them on DS9 and Next but Gen. But
2: DS9 did it way better. Like, they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ultimately, oh, yeah.
0: DS9 and Next Gen did the maquis better than Voyager did. It's yeah, ridiculous.
2: <laughs> because, you know, with DS9, you get the great character of Eddington, which is what I wanted on Voyager. Someone like an Eddington. Maybe not as evil and vindictive, but well, someone.
0: row Ensign to- Rose coming back on, on Next Gen. She had some. And you know what?
2: this was something me and Ben talked about. What we, we said, what if instead of Chakotay, it was Roe, and Roe's ship was the one that got lost in the Delta Quadrant, and it was Janeway and Roe, and you had these two female forces vying for control oh, of the ship. That would have been, for would have been so ship.
1: much more interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, I think I think that that's... that's when you talk about opportunities missed and if we just go, okay, the Maquis versus Starfleet thing, we'll give them that mistake. We'll go, okay, well, that's what you wanted. You you wanted it to be a hopeful ship, so okay, gotcha. The other thing I think they could have done, and how cool would this have been, at the beginning of, end of season five, beginning of season six, they're put within three years of the Federation. But they're on the outskirts. So the last two seasons is them running into occasional federation explorers or basically explore, like almost like firefly a little bit running into sort of the the outskirts of the federation the 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 truck stops of the federation that's all <laughs> out there and then occasionally but you're not you're you're away from home there's no one to back you up and you're trying to get closer and closer to home so it's not until the final like two or three episodes that you're within any kind of federation that we know but you are not only running into people you don't know, but you're running into... What if you were on the other side of Klingon space? And then two years further? You know, and
2: I was thinking about this earlier today after we did our show, uh, talking about season five and what happens in season five, and there are good episodes that I like in season five, but honestly, I think Voyager's problem for me is that post-season five, I, there are some season six and seven episodes that I like, but... I think Voyager didn't need to necessarily go by the 7 years rule. I think they had all they said that they said all they really could say by the end of season 5. So I think you just cut off the show after season 5. See, I don't think
0: home. they said I don't think they said everything they could have said. I think they just stopped saying anything. I like like you could have put them within 2 or 3 years of home and that would have been really interesting cuz what you would have gotten is you would have now had my other big problem with with Voyager is that DS9 invested me in mm. the Federation and in the politics of the Alpha Quadrant, and Next Gen did that somewhat. DS9 did that a lot, and then Voyager never seemed like it mattered. It was this one little ship that was out there, and yeah, but
1: they—I mean, they from time to time would get involved in other people's bit, like that, like that season one episode. I'm sorry, season five episode one, like they get involved in that political yeah, but affair, I, it's not really their business. But
0: I've you know, invested I've invested, you know, all, you know, all these movies, all these shows in what's happening in the Alpha Quadrant. And if you put them on the outskirts for a couple of years, you could still get news and find out like like you would still have them involved. You could have them meeting Klingons and stuff at the end, but it's like it would be like being put on foot, being dropped on foot in the middle of Soviet Russia, in the middle of like nowhere and saying walk home. Find your way back.
1: Right, like but I think the point was and I and I was actually kind of on board with this as an idea was that okay we've already done you've seen a lot of that like we've just finished next gen and we've just finished you know deep Space nine pretty much like you've got a lot of alpha quadrant stuff like so sure. this was a way to be like okay let's let's just put them someplace fucking nutto that, that and that's, and not, that's why I said
0: that's why I said make it a make it a beginning of season six thing because what you because what you have you've had five years in the Delta Quadrant. But that's only they ha-
1: actually had used those five years in the Delta Quadrant to like further the ideals of the Federation because that was always ultimately the stuff on Voyager that I found the most interesting was when they would actually be okay we're in this place that has never heard of the Federation has no idea who the Federation is and like yet we are still representatives of the federation ultimately so how do we behave because we if we fuck up that's the only experience they have of the federation it's not like being in the alpha quadrant where you could like maybe you fuck like you know like kirk would be like you know ah, fuck the prime directive it's no big you know what i mean like because you're kirk it. would
0: actually fuck the prime directive he if would, he, had he the loves to fuck to do things so.
1: so he would just <laughs> be like give it
0: come here prime directive come here prime directive <laughs> if yeah, the prime, prime Di-
1: directive
2: you're still so good
1: oh the prime yeah directive
2: was if the prime directive was a green woman
1: that's right <laughs> cuz them bitches are hot Or <laughs> anything <laughs> with a hole you know, right, you want to be my little old so slave directive Yeah, you do. <laughs>
2: or whoever those cat women winner in the last movie
0: i guess i guess my point is, is is do that for 5 years but how exciting would it have been while you're watching it at the end of season 5 was suddenly they are deep on, when I say the other side of Klingon space, we've always seen Klingons as they border the Federation, but what if you, what if it's like being dropped in the middle of a, of Afghanistan? They've heard of the Federation, but their impression of the of the Federation is that the Federation is the enemy.
1: Yeah, and but then are, I think at that point you've got a war show, that's what I'm saying. Like, then then you're in enemy territory, it's a very different show. Not that that's a bad thing, but that it's not the same thing uh, at all. I guess what
0: I'm saying, Alexei, is it should have been a very different show. <laughs>
1: I don't know that I'm agreeing with you in the in the sense of like it, I don't think it needed like more violence. Like I didn't need it to be a war show, right? Like and and what I always liked about Star Trek was in fact that it was more cerebral. And I just they pissed it away. <laughs> like for the most part in my opinion, <laughs> they pissed it away. <laughs>
0: um the Jim Beam is starting to hit me a little bit. Um, a,
1: little
0: bit? <laughs> a little bit. Um so uh hey, uh Matt, uh, why don't you tell us, the episode that we're talking about is Night, and I guarantee that most of our listeners probably haven't seen it. What is oh, Night about, basically?
2: Well, Night is about... Uh, so the ship wanders into this area of complete and utter blackness called the Void. They, they call it the Void, and they've been in there when we when we start the episode. They've been there for two months, and they're all going stir-crazy, and uh, they run amuck of these... This little war going on between these, uh, I can't even describe them, these night-dwelling aliens and the space trashmen of the galaxy, the Melon. The Melon, uh, And uh, hilarity ensues.
1: Um. <laughs> it's a comedy. Um, one, of, you know, one, of the,
0: one of the first things you learn in the episode is that, uh, is that Janeway um, doesn't like that she can't see stars. And because she, she can't see stars, she starts. She turns thinking, into a
1: whiny little bitch.
0: Like yeah, she, everybody she, else on the ship. Um, but it's she's the worst. Everyone else becomes a whiny little bitch. She just she just hides in her fucking and, room because she's like, and this she's was, like
2: Go on. This was really painful for me because believe it or not, I, I do watch this episode when I do a Voyager rewatch. And I like Janeway. I genuinely like Janeway. Again, I can't help it too much because part of that is nostalgia growing up with the show. But uh, I finally had like a new perspective open to me on this sort of thing, and now I, <laughs> I, as I said, as I mentioned earlier when we were doing Delta Quadrant, I like the idea of Janeway questioning her decision to stay on them there. That's a plot point I think that should come up at some point. Absolutely. But this is the, no well, either not here or this is the wrong way to do it. Like yeah. it, yes, it,
1: <laughs> like it's it. I'm so doing sad it in that I stranded way,
0: you there. I'm just gonna hide in my room.
1: <laughs> yeah, like here's the thing. Like, what's interesting is so in watching it, it's like um... tell
3: them their captain sends her regards.
1: <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I'm bad, so, I'm so glad
2: he's here because I'm such a big Mr. A fan. Aww, <laughs> I'm not Mr. surprised.
0: Can he's you give us, us a thumbs up, Mr. Me. A, so we can watch each other? Hey, there's Mr. A. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, there's a face. <laughs> so. All the people who are listening are going, what, there's a what? Like, there's
1: a- I know, like, we're busy making faces at each other. Like, what the fuck, guys? Um, but, yeah, like, was really, so I could see me personally having a moment like that. I could see being, like, really upset with the decision that I had made for everybody else and, like, pulling away in my room and not wanting to, like, talk to anybody. Like, I could see me, Alexia, who is emotionally unstable doing that, right? So it's not that it's not human or that it doesn't make any sense. It's that it doesn't make any sense for someone who is a fucking captain. That's yeah. the issue that I have, right? Not that she is questioning it, not that it's a concern for her, not that it's even troubling to her, but that the kind of a person... Like, I would never be... I mean, as much as I love to talk about it, but like, I would be... Like, realistically, I am emotionally unstable fucking actor, man. Like, I would not probably be a good person to run a starship. Like, if somebody (laughs) attacked, I would probably flip the fuck out and be like, fucking kill them all, let's go! Like, it wouldn't, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be measured, I would be too emotional, it would just be bad juju, probably. But, like...
0: I just she say, should be l- a
1: captain, though. Like, so she shouldn't yeah. be so tore up about this that she's all whiny in her fucking room about it in the dark. Like, so, it's not even that she's yeah, just yeah. in her room. Like, all the fucking lights are out. Like, she's like emo captain. So let's set this scene. Let's set this scene
0: just to make sure we're 100% clear to the listeners who haven't seen the show. She... The the whole point of the void is that they can't see the stars. They they're flying through blackness. And so the first half of the show is them all dealing with the fact that they can't see the stars. And there's no one to run into. No as someone said on the show, no one's trying to kill I think Gino said no, no one's trying to kill them anymore. And that bums them out. And so they all react in different ways, but Janeway, what we're all talking about is that Janeway, because she can't see the stars and there's no one trying to kill her, has time to think about the fact that if you've watched Voyager, she's stranded her ship on purpose in order to save a bunch of people. She stranded her ship um, 70 years from home. So she spends the first 30 minutes of the show, or first 20 minutes of the show, in her room with yeah, the lights in. Yeah, you not
1: Like, they just talk about it, and they're like, so... When, Where's um, the captain? I think it'd be nice if the captain people <laughs> like to see her and stuff. It's and like a morale like, Fuck thing. she will well, do what
2: she wants. Well, here's the here's the thing too, Alexi. I mean, I know is characterized bad in this, but Chakotay, if you if for people who do listen to the show, if you have any listeners that do, is a is a character that I've had serious problems with. Like I do not like him. He's probably my least favorite character on the show, but. If, so if the, if the captain's going to go off and do this, it's the job of the first officer to not wait two months. It's the job of the first officer... <laughs> it's the job of the first officer to kick the captain's ass in line. I mean, do you think Riker would have let Picard, like, hole himself away for two months? I mean, I think yeah. it's just
1: No, absolutely. that shit would never happen. Like, just, it would never get that far. You're right. Like, they, you're absolutely right. Like, and, first and of that, all, he that, would,
3: that brings up a good point. I mean, if you just gender swap the role of the captain, they would never no one would ever in their right minds write and a male captain this way. Here's the
2: trappings of Voyager, and what I truly believe is one of the big problems of the show is that they're trying to present this optimistic figure of where women, what women can achieve by the 24th century. I think that's what their ultimate goal was by putting a woman captain, but the majority of the time it's being written by 20th century men yeah. who don't know how to write for women. Yep, and it shows. Or,
0: or, or Jerry Taylor, who... Thinks that Captain Janeway is a god is
2: awesome, and and if you, yeah. you you've heard the show, Justin, so you know I don't like her writing either. Yeah, she tries to overcompensate where the men fail. You know,
0: or Janeway's the only one who can
2: ever do anything at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, like it's like I just good.
1: what I want her to be is just a person.
2: But it's being written by men, so I don't think, and it's being written by men who don't know how to write for women. I, I know, listening to your show, that uh, there were always you always had some issues with DS Nine, but I don't think, aside from Esri, who I don't like. Sorry, Justin. Oh, uh, but aside from Esri, yeah, fuck her. But, I want to kill her. <laughs> stop, aside from stop her in her fucking spots. Arr. Aside from Esri, like. I don't think the male writers on DS9 ever did the women injustice. Like, I felt like they did... They, they wrote good women.
1: Yeah, I feel like they did not do nearly as much of a disservice to the women on that show. Like, be- for the most part, they were interesting. They, you know, they had their moments. It wasn't, like, these cliched, like, it is the strong female character. And this is the whiny female character. And this is the wifely character. And this well, is yeah. the pregnant woman. Like, I feel like that's what they did on Voyager like they were so busy deciding what they think women are that they didn't write them as fucking people and it well, was like, well, like it's just, it sucks
0: in particular and I think Esri has a has a spot there I know you don't like her but she that, does
1: and I and I don't I like her but I know people
0: like not. Esri I know people like Esri you and I know people like Esri we've talked about people like Esri before um uh, and and there those people exist. So if you look at the women on there, there are people like Esri. There are people who want to, you know, trying to straddle work and and home life like Cassidy. There are ambitious women like uh, like Kaiwen who are who are evil. There are women. Yeah. There are women who who use their sexuality as a tool, like the Intendant. There's there's women who who have been who've been so hurt that they close themselves off emotionally like Kira. There are there are women who are free and strong like Dax. You know, I mean yeah. and that, like I think that the I think that Ezri is part of the pantheon. They of they those represented
2: characters. they represented all facets of women on that show yeah. pretty well.
1: Yeah, I think they I mean I still think there was a lot of stereotyping. I think like in I, I mean I think well, hoping for better than that any in any kind of writing at this juncture is like just I,
2: Again, like I said, you're dealing with the trappings of the show written in the 20th century by majority men.
1: By the majority, exactly, like but and given those things, they did a damn fine job. Like yeah. that's the they like at least there was a significant effort made. And I feel like that my issue with Voyager is that that they really didn't. That women pretty much except for 7 of 9, but I don't I don't feel like they really wrote her so much like a woman. She was just written as a Borg who was human.
0: Well and, and and whatever points you want to give her for being a woman, you have you have to take at least a grade away for the fact that they felt the need to put her in a cat
2: suit. As but good as she thing, was- well but the thing that I, I always tell people about that is, yeah, that, that that's a problem, but they could have put. <laughs> I know you guys aren't that fond of Jolene Blaylock, so they could have put someone like Jolene Blaylock in that role, and it would have come off really flat. They put a really good actress in that. No, role. they
1: did. That's the thing. Like I, when it comes to that, like I don't even care. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, this comes up a lot when you and I get into discussions about like Wonder Woman, because like I want them to do Wonder Woman. I want it to be awesome. And like I don't even care if she's sexy. Like I don't care if it's like we need to market it, so she needs to be sexy. What I care about is whether she thinks she's sexy whether that's the point and the reason that that's why it doesn't bother me with seven to nine like I don't care that she's hot I don't care that they dress her provocatively because she's not dressed in a provocative like just a provocative way I can see where for her it would just be functional and it doesn't occur as a sexual thing and she's a good actress so I'm like alright cool everybody wins you know what I'm saying? Like, we get the sex, so everybody's happy because we can sell sex, and you have someone who can actually act, which makes me happy. Like, everybody can win, man, you
2: know? And, you know, for... for yes, yeah, she's a boring, but she, she can represent because she's smart and intelligent and can figure things out for herself. I mean, I'm not a woman, but I think that those are positive female images to see. Absolutely.
1: Like, but what I think is interesting is that and I guess that's sort of my point. Like the, the if you look at the character of Seven of Nine, if you made that a a, a male role, it would be largely unchanged. And that's the point I make. I disagree. Making.
0: I fully disagree. I think the way really? I think that if it were a male role, you'd have to make him softer. Um, really? I think I think that the male the male who gets separated from the Borg, you have to <laughs> deborgify him. To sell his humanity, he needs to be Hugh, is what the man who separated from the Borg. You need to show his vulnerability. I think when it's a woman who separated from the Borg, you need to show her. Like I think I don't think that they would do a man the same way. A man separated from the Borg would not be aggressive. They would write him more of a data. I think more of a child because they would find that that he would be too threatening.
1: I guess what I'm saying is I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you that a writer in fucking Hollywood would totally probably do what you're saying but I'm saying on paper in reality the 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 point is that it doesn't matter that it's male or female that is a person and and they're able to do it because her being female quote unquote softens it right so that you can make her hard but my point is is that she's just a person that's the thing.
0: Have like, we all yeah. watched That's Battlestar Galactica? Have we all watched Have you watched Battlestar? Yes, actually?
2: I've watched enough of it. Battlestar. Yeah.
0: So so my my one of my favorite female characters is the President. The
2: Star- no, Res- president. Rosal- Rosalind's my favorite. I got to say the President's uh, my favorite. Yeah. Because you yeah. know what?
0: She's absolutely a woman. She's absolutely vulnerable in a way that that some women can be that men are not. She is not just a person, she is a woman, but she also um, wields power. She's intelligent. She's a three-dimensional, fully realized—not just a person, not just a male character with the name turned around to make it a woman—but um, is a is a is an in some ways reminds me of my mom, and in some ways is 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 everything okay? Sorry. In some ways reminds me of my mom, and in some ways reminds me of uh of. Kira, because she can be that kind of that kind of strong. And the problem with the char- the female characters on Star Trek a lot of the time is none of them remind me of real women that I know.
1: Um I mean I guess I hear what you're saying, but it's it's different when you're a woman because I was we were just kind of talking about this earlier, me, me and Mr. A, because we were watching some videos, because I have, like, a... I get really angry about the new Lego Friends fucking for women bullshit for girls. It makes me so mad because it's such a gender fucking don't, pigeonholing don't thing. Anyway, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Anyhow, the point is that, like, being... A, especially being an actor, like, he was saying, like, we should do away with even having best actor and best actress, which should just be best actor. And I'm like, yeah, but then we wouldn't have any fucking lead roles. And, like, that's the problem because... But you can... Like, and there are times... Like, it was was it Elysium? Jodie Foster's character was written for a man.
2: And, uh... Oh, really? Actually, you know what the interesting thing is? Is that... I don't know if you guys knew this, but... Ripley, the character of Ripley from the Alien franchise, originally supposed to be a man. They saw Sigourney Weaver and liked her and they wanted to make the character a woman. See? It just was That's
1: awesome. And those characters are fucking great. And that's what I'm saying. Like there's there's just as much variety in women is the point I'm making. Like not every woman is a quote unquote a woman like you say, Justin. You know what I mean? Like when you say it like that, there's this softness that you're implying that like I'm not saying there aren't women like that, and I'm not saying that that, but I'm not saying that's just a womanly thing. It's a it's a thing we have assigned to women as gender specific, and we need to get away from that. Especially, and I think the the best place to be getting away from stuff like that is in sci-fi when we're talking in the future, when people aren't so you know enmeshed in the, in what they've grown up to be told they should be, how right. they should behave.
2: They're not hung up on gender stereotypes.
1: Yeah, like I think that they have. It's a perfect platform for them to actually get away from that kind of stuff, and that's well, see, what I like I, about b- seven to nine.
0: But the way that we look, the way that men and women handle emotions is just, it is different. I mean, it's not. You can't say that it's not. I mean, you can't say like 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 I think that it. You know, when I, I've talked to my wife about the way she handles when she gets flustered when she gets upset. Right, and what she will do is she does something I would never do. She walks into another room, she cries it out by herself for five minutes, wipes her eyes, steals herself up, and then goes and does what the fuck she has to do. And that's it. That you know, my I don't cry when I get frustrated. She does.
1: Right, and that doesn't mean there aren't men who don't cry when right. they no, get frustrated.
0: But, but if you look at the or percentage, do cry people. when
1: they get frustrated.
0: Yeah, and, no? and I'm saying, and I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I'm saying that probably. Maybe I'm wrong. More women than men cry out of frustration than men cry out of frustration.
1: But I think it's because it's more acceptable for women to cry out of frustration than it is for men. You know what I mean? Like it's a chicken uh, egg thing. I too. don't know
0: about that. I don't know about whether
3: or not women only cry because they think. I
1: they didn't say terrible. only. I'm saying that I think that men probably or men learn. Don't cry. I think or they don't
3: admit to crying. Right. Words. I
1: think they learn earlier on. They're told, like by our gender stuff, that like, like that's not appropriate. You know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm just saying, like, there's something to that. I'm not saying that there aren't differences in men and women in the way that they are, their emotional makeup or their physical makeup. There obviously is. I'm just saying that I don't think that accounts for all of it. Well, I think most of it is a construct of our society.
2: And the way I would do it is if I, if I was writing the next Star Trek series, I would try to do it like DS9 did, where if you're going to create male men and female characters, you're not, in one character, you're not going to, capture all the facets of men and women. So what you do instead, I think, is you populate the show with different male and female characters yes. that represent different facets. Like you, like they did on DS9. Okay, you, you you handle your stress with anger and stuff, Well, maybe you identify with Kira, or maybe you identify with facets of Dax, or this and that. You make um, different attributes of men and women personified in the different characters on the show. That way you're not trying to make... The characters themselves, like a grab bag of stereotypes, like yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, that's the, like because any individual, be they male or female, has their own idiosyncrasies, and that's what I'm saying. Like, just just make them a person.
2: Like, and you're never going ca- to capture being, them all. You know.
1: Yeah, but like being ma- and male being male or female might be a part of that person. That's what I'm an saying. An important
0: like, part, an important part of being a, a maybe one of the most important parts of being the person. I,
1: I don't know if I agree about the most important part. That's what really? I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I think. How it do you act-
0: identify yourself primarily? Like, do you not identify yourself primarily as a woman? Is um, that in, like, I do, one- but
1: there are in a lot. There are a lot of things that, um, like that gender stereotypically, I don't fit for yeah. a woman. And it, it, growing it, up, that was hard. That. Was and difficult. I see what
2: I see where you're coming from because I get the same thing when I say that I'm gay. Uh, me being gay is part of j- just you know one aspect of my life. It doesn't right. de- mm-hmm. like. I like a, a and I do conform to a lot of the stereotype in terms of music and stuff like that. But I also love '80s action movies. You know, like cer- certain things things. You, you know don't what gets you know to, what gets he, under to, Matt's
0: skin when he goes to an event where there's supposed to be live music playing, and it's li- live... Shut, music up, Justin. Music. Shut up, Justin. Shut up, I've been following your Facebook today, and you're <laughs> just so... He wrote, he wrote, I've never been more livid than I am right now. What happened today? Can I have a rundown of what happened today?
2: It's really not that important. Do you really want me to say? <laughs>
0: I absolutely do, yeah. I
2: love this. <laughs> oh, God. Well, in case you didn't think I was gay enough... <laughs> <laughs> I paid 15 bucks to get into some club that was supposedly having a Lady Gaga album release party with live entertainment and performances. And with they had the Ali advertisements up. They were still going on, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, they didn't tell us that the live performance got canceled, and during the three hours that I was there, I heard three Gaga songs. So I, like, I felt like I pissed $15 away. So that's why I was <laughs> upset. Now, that I realize those are first world gay person problems.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. It's totally fair, man. I get you. You're like, I think I'm going to see this. And then you get there and it's like, no, not really.
2: Fuck you mm-hmm. then. <laughs> so you, you, you had to ask.
0: No, I love it. No, it's 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 fun to hear what other people do. I mean, because I I forget I forget about the same stuff. You know, I as we've been we've been setting up uh we've been setting up uh, our house and um we made this decision long ago to cancel our cable and just get everything through Netflix. Um, and we had a uh, an Xbox die on us, and now we have to run oh, one shit. of our TVs. We had so we had an old Roku that we got from my dad, but then he had already got himself one, so I still had it. So we hooked it up, but I haven't hooked up Hulu, and so I was about to go to work, and we only had a half hour before I went to work, and so we couldn't watch a Fringe. We're like, well, let's watch South Park, and I couldn't get Hulu working on the on the Roku because I didn't have time, and I was like, man, I'm so angry. I can't get South Park on my Roku onto my TV, and at the moment <laughs> I said it, I was like, I'm just such a first world prick.
2: Exactly. Girl. Don't you realize that at some point? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like oh boohoo. So oh yeah, like seriously. So when we so we got of course because we're those people. We got the PS4 like midnight release. Oh, we're so excited. We get it home right and like hooking it up and like getting all excited and jazzed and like. It's same fucking PS three loading problems and like and there was an update already on launch day and like we're waiting and I'm waiting and I'm like, I just wanna play with it. First world problem. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm just like, wow, listen to me why I can't play that, my PlayStation 4.
2: It's the same thing that happens when a ton of people freak out that Twitter and Facebook are down. <laughs> well, it's, right, you what know, will
1: we do? The world is coming to an end.
0: <laughs> and and the sad thing is that, you know, and and it, it you know, I get a lot of like this from you know, I watched a little bit of Louis C.K. and he would say this. He would like, like, it's a miracle what we can do. Is a mi- like, like, <laughs> I, re- I, like, I can watch any any episode of most of my favorite TV shows instantly at the touch of a button. And the fact that it takes me ten extra minutes to set that up pisses me off.
1: It's <laughs> awful.
0: I'm so angry with myself now. <laughs>
1: And I I get so mad at Netflix when something isn't on there
0: that like yeah, I right? I
1: deem should be.
0: <laughs> what, what the fuck they, is this? They shit? don't have the, They don't have season 4 of Torchwood. This is bullshit.
1: Right? What yeah. the fuck is this? Like you don't have my little pony from the 80s? Fuck you. <laughs> yes, That's right. Bullshit.
0: Start breaking shit. <laughs> go out. go outside and just start punching people. It's awful. <laughs> You're just like in front of the judge. What why did you do it? Why did you attack your neighbors? Man. <laughs> I was looking for My Little Pony. And then
3: you sue Netflix. Sue and then,
0: Netflix then you sue Netflix. <laughs> because you punched your neighbors.
1: <laughs> Netflix is to blame. If they had just had the show, I, my I wouldn't have raged out like that. I wouldn't have hulked out and, and beat those poor people. It's not my Man. fault.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, um, I... In other sci-fi stuff, I uh, um have you guys been following? Now, are you caught up on Doctor Who yet, Alexi?
1: No, motherfucker, stop.
0: When's that gonna happen?
1: Because I'm happy where I was able to stop at a place where like shit is okay, like, and you gotta you gotta take advantage of those moments when they come, man. So like I did, I was like, all right, he like. Got saved. Alright, cool. I'm just gonna chill oh, here yeah. for a second. You're the shit gets fucked up again.
2: You're the you're the consequences phobic chick. I forgot about yeah. that.
1: I <laughs> really I don't like that shit, man. Like it's not cool. I don't wanna see it. <laughs> like and I'm fine, I guess if if the episodes are there to watch and I can binge watch it, it's different. But like I know that they're coming out like, you know. On the regular, like which means what? One a week, maybe. Well, no, like, no, it no. like it's already be... bad that I can only see once upon a time, once a week. Like there's a special
0: coming. There's a special coming out next week. There's a special coming out at Christmas time, and then there's nothing new for a year. See,
1: that's yeah, what, but unless I, it's wrapped I, up.
0: I I know I feel you there, and I'll tell you what. My I I'm not about consequences, but I am about closure, and closure is yeah. important to me. Um. Now that they're making a Veronica Veronica Mars movie, I might turn around and watch it. But despite how many great reviews I heard about Veronica Mars, I never watched it because I know that there was a fourth season and that the fourth season does not wrap up everything and then the, the show was canceled. And I didn't want to invest... Without, I mean, I don't care if everybody dies. I don't care if everybody lives, but I want an ending. And yeah. I didn't want yeah. to invest in what was going to happen. So now that I well, know there's a movie to wrap it all up, now I'm ready to jump in and possibly watch Veronica
2: Mars. Well, that's what really happened for me when I got like I was so heavily invested in uh, Terminator: The Sarah Connor Chronicles, and they get oh, to that. Right. You get to that last episode. They go to the future, and it's like, oh wait, it's over. Really, yeah. it's over.
1: Yeah, oh, it's such bullshit. So especially good. when it's like a good show and you're enjoying it. And, and I'm a Terminator like, fan as
2: it is, and I was like really on board, like, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then they're just like, nope, just kidding. It's
0: like. Fuck I mean, shit. and I don't understand why they couldn't give them a cut. Co- like, at the very least, the one thing that the Joss Whedon shows have had, um, that I've appreciated, is that um, they've all had endings. Serenity is a good ending for Firefly. Buffy ended. Uh, Angel. Whether or not you feel the ending is satisfied, <laughs> that does that does feel like a final episode. It doesn't.
1: No, it felt like like to be clear, it wasn't. You know, spoilers. If anybody's gonna watch that terrible show, like um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that everybody's gonna die. Like, I almost prefer it that way. If that's the way we're going, right? Like I would rather it's everybody fucking die. Okay. Okay, cool. They're dying together. That's sweet. You know what I mean? Like that's fine by I was me.
0: so angry though. Like like I watched it with my friend Arthur, my the my friend who's in Spamalot and 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 when that ha- he was watching it with me and and it, I just yelled, "What?" <laughs> like <laughs> like you you can't. Wait, no. Cuz you know, he just says, "Let's go to work." And then cuts to but there's that's um it. I, I, for a while, I was in the Buffy comics, and I will say there is a wonderful graphic novel you can get. It's called Angel After the Fall. And it is now you won't get it, Alexia. I'm saying you, the listener, if you finished Angel and you wish that there was more, um, basically, LA gets sucked into hell. And that's what the idea was for season six before they got canceled. All of L.A. gets sucked into hell, and it's the journey that Angel and the and crew need to go through. And, spoiler alert for Angel, I'm going to spoil the end of Angel. I'm going to spoil the Okay, you're still listening. Good. Um, Wesley is a character in it as a ghost.
1: In and hell, co- he was a good guy. What the fuck?
0: No, no, no. He, no. I mean, he's pulled into the whole thing as a ghost, and the, there, there is a question until the end. I won't say what the question answered is. Is, is he, a tool of the senior partners, or is he trying to help them? And, and it's a, it's an interesting read. It's a, of, of all the Buffy comic ad- adaptations they've had, it's my favorite, because um, it's, it's, I don't
1: know. Maybe. I, mean, I just know that, like, you know, what really irritated me probably the most. Spoilers at the, at the for Angel. That show was. The, ran, like, the one episode they had, or there was like two episodes that had Buffy but didn't really have Buffy in it, and I yeah. was like, listen, if you can't get Sarah Michelle fucking Geller back, just stop. Like, I don't want to see yeah. fucking Spike and Angel running around Italy whining about how yeah. Buffy is buffing the immortal or she, whatever. She, like, was
0: supposed to, she was supposed to show up, and there was a scheduling conflict at the last minute. The show was already in production. Do so, yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs>
1: course you got excuses you always got excuses for them
0: i'm sorry look man i love the show what am i gonna say
1: you um, love it angel... because it's a fucking soap opera i swear dude you angel
0: should just season watch five is my soap. angel season five is my favorite season of television ever made
1: it's a fucking soap opera ever made in a law office i like it demons and shit that's what I you need it's funny you need a i think it's funny
0: and dark I, I, maybe I do. Maybe you know what you should watch, I'm,
1: dude? Old Dark Shadows. Dark
0: Shadows. Yeah, I know you're going to say fucking
1: Dark
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not the movie.
1: No, no, that was a travesty.
0: It really also was. today, um, I watched, uh, for the first time in years, I watched Wall-E.
1: What's it name? Wall-E, like as in the cute little yeah. robot? Yeah.
2: That's an yeah, adorable
0: wa- movie. I didn't watch it in a little while, and man, I thought I. The one of the reasons I told Alexia I was going to call her at seven, and I got wrapped up in it, and I just lost myself. I was I was sitting there with my kids, and I turned it on because my my oldest son pulled out his old Wally toys that he hasn't seen in forever. My youngest son was looking, and my youngest son is sort of old enough to maybe watch it, um, and okay. because it's it's wonderful because Wally has very very little dialogue for the first half hour, so he was engaged up to the point where people started talking, um, and. Uh, and while I was watching, I got so wrapped up. Like my oldest son's trying to talk to me and engage. I'm like, "You need to stop. I will send you to your room." <laughs> send,
1: I need to <laughs> find out if That's Wally's going to reboot
0: kids. and if going to reboot and shit. be okay. And he's like, <laughs> like "Mommy's no, but playing Dada, a video
1: game. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> but
0: but Daddy, do you think they, they? Do you think they're replacing his card because his card is where his? Pre- you will shut your mouth.
1: Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> Oh my God. I totally. You know, so, you know, my, my niece, you've met her. Um, yeah, she's awesome. And I, I love she's her in the movie. To bits because she is a tiny little Mr. A. It's fantastic. I absolutely <laughs> adore her. But when she was younger, um, we would take her to the movies and she would be so excited to see us that she would like not watch the movie. And she would, like, ask, uh, like, questions while we're, like, trying to focus. And, like, me, you know how sucked into shit I get. So, like, I'm, like, and I have, like, zero patience. It's terrible. I really, really (laughs) have none. So I'm, like, trying to not yell at the sweet, adorable, lovely child. Like, to shut the fuck up. (laughs) To just be, like... (laughs) I, I yeah I don't I don't I don't know that's cool I'm glad about your friend at school uh huh like you know what I mean like it's like like be cool don't <laughs> yell she doesn't know she's not trying to be this way <laughs> like,
2: don't su- don't submit anything you yeah know. Well, don't th- be
1: like I would like to submit shut your tiny child mouth. <laughs> like, because that's inappropriate.
0: Well, it, The the problem is is we put on WALL-E for the kids. That's why we put it on. That, but that, but see, I would it. be
1: like you. I would get caught up in that shit, right? And then it wouldn't be about the kids anymore. Because if be you're about not about
0: to cry the at the end of WALL-E, if you don't cry at the end of WALL-E, you don't have a soul. I mean, let's right? be clear about that.
1: Something is fucking broke inside yeah. your chest. Like, seriously.
0: Yeah, so that, that was... Uh, that that was one thing that I hadn't seen. Sort of. What's up with you? You have any any sci-fi? Anything you've been doing or watching?
2: What, um, me? Okay.
1: Oh. oh no, you go ahead, Matt, because you're a guest.
0: Yes. Um, okay, so thanks, Matt. How about you, Alex?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> bitch! No, Matt, go on. Matt you know, I, I I apologize, Alexia, but I would like to submit to Justin. Fuck you. That's, oh no, dude.
1: You know what? What's great is I was gonna submit that. But like I would, I didn't want to steal your thunder. I realized
2: like, like, you're the only person on the show that can submit things, but I had to that one time. <laughs> That's okay. I yeah.
1: actually, your permission is granted in that hey! circumstance because really? because Justin
2: was being a douche. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Um, Please, Matt, let's hear what you're doing in science fiction right well, now. False well, earlier,
2: earlier this year, I, I did finish Battlestar Galactica for the first time.
0: What do you think? What was? What do you think of the? the uh, ah, we're gonna have nobody's gonna listen because we're gonna put spoilers, spoilers <laughs> for these shows, on on the episode. Um, Without,
2: I I will keep my my opinion about the ending spoiler free. Okay. How's that? I can do it. All right. Uh, what did I think about the ending? I, you know what? I'm gonna give them the ending because I felt like the ending was, uh, yeah, We <laughs> pulled that out <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> Hello.
0: Just no. I want to hear more about the ending That's your do. Okay. I, I've got a dinosaur puppet on my hand.
2: I do. Yeah, I'm, cl- I'm glad you car- clarified. Because I said he pulled that out earlier today too. I know, right?
1: Because they they're like, what did he pull out? His dick? What the fuck? <laughs> like,
2: I saw, I kept doing do
1: that shit.
0: So on on the Delta quadrant, they have they they have um they the the woman on the show who who does it um Melissa she's she is relatively proper. She's very very PG in, in, in the way she speaks and in her sensibilities. And in the so middle like of the, the show. Keep
2: in mind, she she you know, I love her to death, but she works at a parish, so Virgin yeah. Ears. Oh so, my so, goodness. So and are we there, sure
1: I should be on this show? <laughs> I might damage somebody.
0: There um but but the other guy, Gino, he's he's an actor and he and I spent a lot of time just sort of like doing funny shit on the cameras to each other when the show was going on. Well, of course, I eventually it all gets around to looking like I'm sucking dick. I mean that's not like ever <laughs> So occasionally I would look in her little window at the bottom of the of the Google Hangout which we're using to do all this and I would see just sort of her go, hmm um, <laughs> I, I think she had a good time, but there's a part where I was like, I gotta watch because that wasn't even for the audience. Like the audience had no idea yeah, that I was know like going doing doing It was
1: like when you and I like when we first were like testing this out and, like, Justin is all being Justin. He's just, like, fucking with some shit, like, checking out this software, that software. He's totally not paying any attention to me. So, like, here's me because I'm fucking five. Like, I'm looking at my little my little picture in the bottom and I'm, like, making faces. I'm, like, because <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> ah, <hey. laughs> I'm ridiculous. And I can't help it. I just, like, make faces at myself. <laughs> Who doesn't do that, though? Honestly. Come on.
0: That's spectacular.
2: Um, (laughs) no but uh, yeah you you brought it to the baking yeah Battlestar okay so um, I I liked the ending because I gave them the fact that it is really really fucking hard to wrap up a show like
0: that is it really really fucking hard
2: (laughs) it's so fucking hard it's so hard it's rock fucking hard hard. to wrap up that show stiff (laughs) (laughs) go on no, but it, it's difficult. It's really difficult to end a show like that and to wrap everything up satisfactorily. So I I gave, I, I realized going in that um, everything was going to be wrapped up, not necessarily the way I wanted it to wrap up, but it was going to be wrapped up somehow. And I think accepting that fact before I go in, and actually hearing other people who had watched the show say, oh, you're going to be disappointed by the ending. You're going to be disappointed by the ending. And then you know, I just kept hearing that over and over again, and I watched the ending, and I'm like... <laughs> I wasn't so disappointed. Both the
0: ending of Battlestar and the ending of Lost, and I think they I was just gonna pre-
1: say, like, because I had that going into no, Lost. Don't like, don't I tell I me heard. Lost,
2: because I haven't hear, I haven't seen Lost, and I want to see. Okay,
1: Lost. Well, I won't spoil it, but I had heard the same things, like people going, "Oh, the fucking ending!" Like I remember when it ended, like everybody being like, "Fucking bullshit!" Like so, I was prepared for it to be bullshit, and yet, and yet, when I saw it, I was like, "Really!"
0: Yeah, well, really? what surprised me about the end of Lost was that they just had the complete rated X orgy scene, right in the last ten Wait. minutes. Like the plot ends and they all take and off then their clothes all of a sudden. It's like crazy No, 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 no. And, and I was and I was really one. I can't believe they get
2: it on TV because right? it's just Wait, nothing so, But so you're telling me Lost? You're telling me Lost ends with an orgy? Yeah. Yes, so basically,
1: no. what you find out? Okay. Well, okay. Lost okay. ends. All right, the, okay. The, the plot spoiler ends. alert. The way that Lost ends <laughs> is it turns out. That the island is like a weird sex dimension, yes. And everybody's fucking everybody. Like but all it all wraps metaphor. up. It all it's,
0: it all it all wraps up ten minutes before, and then the credits start to run, and then they stop running. and Then everybody takes off their clothes, and they just start humping for ten. Yes. They don't even run credits because in Justin's just,
3: mind, I, I, that's how an orgy actually works.
2: I need to watch this fucking show. It sounds like <laughs> like it sounds <laughs> like they took it, it sounds like they took a deleted scene from the end of Eyes Wide Shut. No, and then
0: and then the, the end is just like the last like thirty seconds is just Sawyer playing with his dick. That's it. Just Sawyer sitting there playing with his dick for like thirty seconds and at the end they all give big thumbs up and smiles, covered in goo, and that's it. Okay. It's the end of the show. I was really you know, surprised.
2: I, I'm officially you know? I'm officially adding this to my Netflix queue. <laughs> now now we so
1: can see the end spoof scene.
2: Now, I, I will say this. Some of what I just said might not be
0: true.
1: Um <laughs> Well, I didn't hear what you guys said, because I I took
2: my headphones out, so all I heard was about the orgy.
0: Uh, Really? (laughs) We wouldn't actually spoil you, sir. Um,
1: Wow. Justin would.
0: Spoiler alert, there is no actual orgy in the last ten minutes of Lost, and there is no full frontal nudity on ABC. You had me
2: convinced, I gotta say.
0: You know, I watch ABC all the time, hoping it happens, and, you know...
2: Dude, but okay, you do, so am I the spo- only one that you does this? You do spoil this? things, because you did. I do remember just what, listening to your early episodes and you ruining the Jadzia thing for Alexia.
1: Yeah. Oh, he did I? Spoil shit, right, dude? Totally. Uh-huh. Um, so am I the only one that does oh, this? I'm but sorry. Whenever I watch a TV show, you know, be it um, on cable or, you know, regular uh, TV, uh, whenever there's, like, nudity, like, I, like, perk up and see if I can see anything. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Wait, oh, side boob, you know, or like
2: side boob. <laughs> Ooh, am I you gonna, need see to, you, I'm
1: gonna see ass? i gonna see ass? No, you oh, need oh, to.
2: You okay. need to watch. Uh, what, what's that new program on Show uh, Masters of Sex? You would like that, Alexia?
1: Ooh, that does sound good. <laughs> it's all about. It's
2: all about the sex studies done by Masters in the 60s, and yes, lots of, lots of re- like actual nudity because it's a Showtime Ooh. show.
1: I do enjoy actual... Like, so here's the thing, like, because I... It's, it's like I'm just... I'm such a fucking... I'm terrible. Like, it's... I'll be enjoying a show, too, like, and I want it to have a good plot. But, like, if there might be a chance I get to see some nakedness, I'm like, it's so funny because it'll be me and Mr. A watching together, right? And it doesn't matter if it's a dude or a chick. It's, you know, we're equal opportunity. Oh, you the, need to watch, that, you need to watch
2: you. that show anyway. They throw in stuff for both of you.
1: That, well, I mean, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, we both enjoy naked people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we care if it's male, female, it, whatever. Everybody yeah. looks good naked. It's great.
3: Not everybody. Well,
1: no. I mean, everybody attractive looks good naked. Like, so if it's attractive people that we're watching, like, and both of us, like, in unison without speaking, well, like, because the way because we're five, right? So we have a loft bed. So, like, where our <laughs> our, our our TV is situated, the very bottom of the television slightly is obscured. slightly obscured from from our site because we have the railings around our bed, right? So if something's going on without talking to each other, without even looking at each other, if it's like a sex scene is happening or whatever, both of us will just sit up a little bit higher to see over the back, the bottom of the bed... To see if there's anything we can see. <laughs>
0: well, I remember when I was when I was 17, and my big gift was that uh, my mom got me all brand new furniture and got me my own color TV and hooked it up to the cable. And if I went to, of all things, it was on channel 69. Um, and you got, and you got to remember, this is analog cable, not digital cable yet. So it was the scrambled porn. Yeah, scrambled porn. <laughs> oh, yes. And if you watched it. it if you watch uh, this,
3: you know the trick where you like you hit enter, it'll flip back. Yeah, it'll flip channel. back. And if you flip back and forth, you get like a split, for second, a split second of it scrambled porn. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, you see, no, no, this is this. I, I don't even think I think it was still not digital enough to do that. Like I I I don't well, I don't it's, really know. It's just know about how...
3: the remote control and switching uh, channels. That's
0: so, all. So so I well it would do that on its own if you kept it running for a good fifteen minutes. So if uh. you let it run for 15 minutes, occasionally it would not scramble enough. You could get a good 10-15 seconds of of just full-on sex for 10 <laughs> or 15 seconds. So I just remember like like having it on and waiting for that to happen, and then I convinced myself that if I shook my head left and right really, really fast, that I would like my eyes would scramble, unscramble it for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can totally see you doing that too, dude. Like, just like, this is totally going to work. This is totally going to work.
0: Well, and the great thing was that it was it was only like a couple months until I was 18. I could have conceivably gone and purchased porn had I chosen to do so. But I wouldn't do that.
2: It was like, I would never go do that. I you would
1: know? never purchase porn. No. Can I tell no, you?
2: instead you're going to sit there with the tracking channel and be like, is that a for, tit? I'm just going to like three hours.
1: Ooh, that's
2: totally a nip, nipple! Nipple! That is, that is either a vagina or a Volkswagen.
0: I can't really tell, but it might have been.
2: <laughs> well, as long as we're sharing my, my... Before I discovered the wonders of the Internet and what I could use it for in, <laughs> in those terms, uh, my, my guilty thing would be when I was like 13, 14 and discovering myself uh, taping episodes of Queer as Folk behind my back and having to watch them after my parents go to sleep.
0: <laughs> oh, my.
2: Wow. <laughs> Wasn't uh Was Hal Sparks on that show? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah.
0: he Hal Sparks. Uh, I used to, he used to have this show um on E called Talk Soup. Uh, yeah, where he where where it's now the Soup. I think the show like exists in a I different. I remember it was called
1: yeah. Talk Soup. I remember when it was
2: called Doc, Talk Soup. Yeah.
0: And how I remember him from that. I never saw him on the show. I just like he just was that in Spider Man Two, and then he disappeared.
2: Oh, you me. saw you saw him on the show.
0: If oh, you did you? That show. <laughs> no. Did you he Did you see Hal Sparks? Um, oh God. God. goodness, Justin, uh, Alexia, what is uh? Remind, any sci-fi- remind
2: me, who's the one who's five here?
0: Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, seriously. seriously. When it They're comes gonna... to
2: poop jokes, Justin.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, go, go, mock me from your loft bed, sir. Oh, you,
2: by the way, you guys will love you guys will love this, right? So I because w- I was I'm the person from the Delta Quadrant who actually listens to your show. So I had to kind of describe what the show was like to Gino and Melissa when I told them <laughs> coming on. <laughs> So I told them it's an R-rated Star Trek podcast. They talk about Star Trek a lot, but they also uh, – because I had to put it in terms that Melissa would understand, remember. Uh, I, I, I put they, – they do go over into the, into the body humor jokes a lot, and then I privately texted Gino. But then again, you, you and I appreciate a good fart joke, so you'll be fine.
0: Well, I hope he. I, I hope he seemed to enjoy me on the show. I hope oh, he comes loved over. It. He loved it. I hope it. he comes and listens to Trekoff. That he's been be texting me thing.
2: all day. Well, he's gonna listen now, cause he, I bet you anything, he'll start listening now. But uh, yeah, I had to put it in terms that they would understand, because Justin knows this too. There was an episode of the Delta Quadrant where I had to explain to Melissa what toe up to the flow up meant. And <laughs> what is?
0: I don't know what that is. What does that mean?
2: I'm not gonna do that again. Really. Ah! <laughs>
0: I, I just I could oh, use a do it. Our, our audience our audience needs to know what
2: is yes, toe up, totally to flow up to up. the floor, sir. Uh, I didn't even remember what I told her to be honest with you because that was like months ago.
1: So so recreate like if what does I was it mean? it like I don't know what toe well, up to the floor now I like, I'm gonna
2: be, I'm gonna be on fucking
0: Wikipedia later toe up to the flow.
2: Well basically, I think the way Gina described it is like when you get really drunk and you end up on the floor at the end of the night, uh, and you wake up with a hangover. Your toes are pointed up away from the floor, so I, I mean, just something stupid like that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but uh, I had like literally, I, I, I liken it to like talking to an alien sometimes to Melissa because she does she knows nothing of pop culture. <laughs> Aside from Star Trek, <laughs> that's cute.
0: <laughs> I wow. love it though. She, it's she's such a great addition to the, to the flow of the show. Like I would love her well, to come great. on our show. I mean, if uh, you like, listen if to the show,
2: you you would probably end up liking her. But, like I said. I have to um, explain things to her, and sometimes when when we say something dirty and she doesn't get it, Gino and Lana are like we're we're not telling you. You can look that up. <laughs> <own time." laughs> it's
1: like no, it's, you can look that one up if you
2: want. Because really, like I said, she works in the parish, so it's like explaining it to your Sunday school teacher, which
0: you don't yeah. want to do. <laughs> um, Alexia, what any any sci-fi we haven't done. So we haven't done the show for uh for like a month. So while, why, yeah. what's, what's been new for you in, in the last month? Any science fiction in in your well, life right are, now?
1: I um, well, I guess, so I was finishing, obviously, Angel, so that I could fucking be done with it. Um, <laughs> and then I was, uh, so then I'm like, you know, I watch the shows that I normally watch, but I also, I tried Dracula because I was excited because it was Dracula. And I was totally on board for it being, you know, reimagined. Um, And what sucks about that fucking show is that there are ideas in it that can be cool, but then they were just like, we're not going to, you know, care about the fact that, like, we're setting this in a certain time period and that's realistic, and we're just going to have a bunch of bitches at school, because that happens all the time in the 19th, the turn of the century, and we're going to have, you know... Bitches that fight too. because like, that happens all the time at the turn of the century. And we're not gonna even address it. It's just gonna be the way that things are and he's gonna not he's gonna pretend to be an American because that's not sexy. And then we're gonna you know, it was just like it was just like thing after thing, like but like there's ideas in it that I'm like, I could have gotten on board with this. Like so you could have had good ideas and then executed it well and the show would be good. And like Jonathan Reese Davies is even he's a good actor. And they just like poo pooed all over it and yet I have watched both episodes. Uh. <laughs> and I will probably watch the next one because I want it to be better. Um, see, this is so it's a new addition to my you, you, bad shows.
2: You you Along constantly it, hold out hope for these things. I love it.
1: I it's I'm so sad and sick sometimes. It's really it's, I see, I need a support group for this. I could just see us all talking about it. Because like, honestly, Mr. A would come home, he'd like catch me watching vampire diaries. Uh. And, and he'd and he would like, yeah, I would groan just like that. And then he'd be like And then I would groan and roll my eyes and make, like, scoffy noises and shit, and then he'd be like, tell me again why you keep watching me? Why? Why?
3: There's so much good TV. You could be caught up on Doctor Who. It's the
2: same reason, and I know you guys will understand this, it's the same reason, because I'm a horror fan too, and I've heard you guys talk about horror movies on there. It's the same damn reason we will go to every horror sequel that comes out, even if it's direct-to-DVD, even if it's a remake, we will go see it in the hopes that some part of it will be good, By the right? Way, because, my, and I see like
1: everything that has vampires in it. I fucking see that shit. Like I have seen a movie called Blood and Donuts. That is a real <laughs> film, and I have seen it. There's even it one called Ninjas vampires.
0: Versus Vampires,
2: which it's
0: crazy. <laughs> oh,
2: They'll well. do anything. Who made that?
0: I don't know. No, some, some guy. Um, some there's, guy. Uh, there's. Uh, what was oh, yeah, so there, there are a couple of other sci-fi things that I haven't seen that I want to. Without spoiling me on them, has anyone seen Thor or Gravity or Ender's Game?
2: I've seen Thor and Gravity. Um, how is th- Without spoiling it, how's Thor? Better than the first. I liked it better than the first, and I like the first. I like the first. I did too. Better.
3: Yeah, I've um, heard that. I've heard that Tom Hiddleston steals every scene that
2: he's I in. Have, he does, I, he does. But you know what? I'm I'm gonna give some props to Chris Hemsworth. I can I can't see anyone else doing Thor besides him. He's really yeah, good he's really one.
1: very well cast, and he does a fantastic job of of playing. But, but
2: Tom Hiddleston brings the fire. Like he's so good in this one. Excellent. I believe um, it. Like,
1: it, it Like it, it. occurs to me as being, I haven't seen it yet, but what I I have was very hopeful because I was like, I bet it's kind of like, like, you remember when Iron Man came out? That was fucking good. And then mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 was also really fucking good. Well, and then, like, Iron Man 3 was not. So I like, didn't hate
2: Iron Man 3, to be honest with you, but...
1: Yeah, well, uh, it sucks. It wasn't very good.
2: It had a. It so wasn't many great, but, but maybe it helps that I'm not outside of the movies. I'm not. I don't really know comic books that much. I just know what's in the films. Yeah, so. I mean,
1: I'm not that familiar with Iron Man either. But See, that, I watched. Like, I
0: watched Iron Man three with with uh, with fans of Iron Man, um, who who were pissed at the way the that was But I my problem was is that the movie didn't make any sense. The nothing yeah, about like the movie, it was the,
1: problems with the movie, not necessarily that it was somehow not comic right. What, what
2: I'll say about the, what Thor 2 does better than Thor 1 is it integrates the Natalie Portman character feels much more consequential and part of the story in this one than just some chick he happens to meet in the first one. Like She actually nice. is a part Good. of the plot in this one.
1: Excellent. Yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw like shots from like that had her in it in the previews and I was like, ooh, ooh, they're not going to have her just be like the chick. That's and, That'll be great. Like I had hopes for that. I'm glad to hear that that's true.
2: And How's gravity? How's gravity? Gravity Fucking go see this before it leaves theaters. That's all I'll say.
1: Fuck, I really want to see that movie yeah, so go bad. Go see it. And, yeah. and I,
2: I, would, I know like we're, we're tired of it as a society, but for the love of God, go see it in 3D. It actually want, adds to the experience. I'm
1: so sad because we had plans um to go see it. We were going to go see it in, in, um, in IMAX. I wanted to see it in IMAX 3D. I felt that strongly about it. Um, and then he had. It turned out he had to work till like eleven. He had forgotten they had to work till like eleven that week.
2: But and even if you scheduled. can't, still so go see it in IMAX. Just see it before it leaves theaters. Trust me.
1: I, I mean, I hope there's still places I can see it in 3D because I really want to see it in 3D, and I want to be, I want it to be up and in my what, face because what,
2: not only is it a great thriller, but what this movie does in terms of visual effects for space, what 2001: A Space Odyssey did for space in 1968, Gravity does for space in 2013. Wow, that's well, high I praise.
3: The second person I've heard compare it to 2001 A Space Odyssey, and I think you kind of stopped short of saying what the other person I heard say was that it was better than 2001 A Space Odyssey. No,
2: I would never say that because, uh, well, I, I'm one of those. Because that's, that's that, fucking
3: blasphemy. That's I, why you I never say I love
2: 2001 it. A Space Odyssey. It's one of my favorite films of all time, actually.
3: Well, obviously. I, I'm you're, just you're saying. You're yeah, yeah I, think
0: so. I, think, I, think, I think it's a little <laughs> slow.
2: I'm not it's a, not slow, a, but you know what? I could take that in two thousand one more than I can in Star Trek: The Motion Picture. But that's a discussion for another day. But I love two thousand one, and all I'm saying in terms of comparing it to two thousand one is the the way two thousand one was visually splendorous for nineteen sixty eight. Gravity is for twenty thirteen, but they're different uh, movies man. otherwise. See,
0: I really want to see Ender's Game and Thor's out and. And I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have family coming into town, and I don't know what to go see. And everyone's like, "Let's go see Ender's Game," since I was I was like an Ender's Game evangelist forever because I I read all I've read everything, and I was so excited about Ender's Game. And then the the reviews have been kind of like, "Well,
1: it's all right." Oh, really? You know, they're not very good.
0: They're kind of. A lot of the reviews are centered around you know, they didn't get the greatest child actors in the world. And,
1: oh, and, man, well, see... I mean, you have to
0: get that
3: right.
1: That's important, man. Like You well, can't see, do that movie without it.
2: They kind of said the same. They're kind of poo-pooing on Thor a little bit, but when I, when I went onto Rotten Tomatoes and actually saw the reviews for Thor, a lot of them were like, it, it's just another comic book movie. It plays like another comic book movie, and I'm like, yeah, it's because it is a comic book movie. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Like, hey, I, I like. don't know if you know this, but Thor... Comic book movie. Fucking comic book movie. You like know? not
2: everything. Uh, I, I'm sorry, superhero fans, but not everything has to be like The Dark Knight. We can have fun with our superheroes too.
1: Yeah, like it's okay. Like not everything has to be dark and gritty. Like I like dark and gritty as much as the next person, but it doesn't always have to be like that. It's okay.
0: The honest you know movie what I did trailer for actually? the honest movie. The honest movie trailer for uh, Man of Steel. I is, is love that because I hated Man of Steel. <laughs> It's brilliant. It rips it to fucking shreds. Uh, the,
1: somebody quoted a line from it to me that cracked me the fuck up, and it was that he spends the whole movie not sure which Robin Hood to which Robin Hood dad to he wants to listen to, and that fucking cracked my shit. Well, the the oh, the,
0: the, the entire the, the the entire line is this, and you'll love this. He, he goes he goes, who has to choose between his two Robin Hood dads. The one who says that he must display his powers and save, and save people. The world. And the other, the other who says that he must hide his powers and let innocent people die. He does his <laughs> best by displaying his powers and allowing innocent people to die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's fucking phenomenal. Yes. That is so great. And so the other sci-fi thing I've done, which is not actually watch, I, I because we got the PS4, I was finally able to try out DC uh, Universe Online. Oh, how is it? Um, I am enjoying it. I'm not that far into it. But so this is, of course, what I did because this is me, right? I'm like, I'm going to make a character. I'm at home alone, and Daryl's going to be at work for a long time. <laughs> so I'm like... What would it be like if I was a superhero? <laughs> I think that's the character I'll make. So, like, I pick the biggest bitch that I could pick, right? <laughs> like, they have like three body woman. types for like three different size sets I am of pit woman. And it's like here's the biggest bitch in the tall group. <laughs> I, I was gonna <laughs> like, say,
2: I was gonna say vindictive woman, but I like vindictive bitch better. Vindictive bitch. <laughs>
1: Definitely. And I was like, so she's got to be that way. And then, like, you get to pick, like, it's cool. You get to pick, like, their personality, too. Like, it's not just about, like, picking stats. So, like, I, I, I think I picked, like, powerful, which was basically, like, that they're really, like, opinionated and, like, in your face about some shit. And I'm like, yep, that's pretty much me. I would pick that one. Yeah. She's like I, would, like,
0: like, I would like to submit zap. I would like to I submit would like blam. To submit
1: Suck my penis. Um, <laughs> so, I got and I made like a really cool. And then, like even when I was looking at the costumes, I was like, What would I actually fight in? Hmm. like I'm such a fucking geek dude like here I am making a fucking fictional character in a fictional world <laughs> and I'm like what would I actually fight in well like, I do this
2: too Netflix I actually did an experience
1: comfy. I wouldn't wear heels it sounds like,
0: a lot like City of Heroes it sounds a hell of a lot like
2: City of Heroes
1: It's. I'm sure it's a lot like City of Heroes actually
2: no, I never, I- and I
1: never got to play that and I really wanted to
2: I do this all the time too, though. Like, I, I make like, hypothetical nerd fantasies. Like I, The other day I was doing, if I could make a sci-fi character Avenger team, like just pick out different sci-fi characters and put them on this like, team like the Avengers, who would it be and who would I pick as, as my team? And I was like, well, I would want Ripley and Sarah Conrad. It was all like these strong women because that's what I grew up with loving. But I love doing stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's it's fun. Like, and I and then of course once I've made my little character and I put her in her little outfit, like I was like, that's the closest hair to mine. Okay, we'll make it the right shade of red. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, maybe my eyes don't glow, but if I was a superhero, they would fucking glow. So yeah, I'm totally gonna have uh, glowing lo- lo-
0: eyes. I love how the caveat there is maybe my eyes don't glow, but <laughs> like in real life, you're like waking up, looking in the mirror, and going like, fuck, not yet. I'll keep trying.
1: <laughs> dude, dude, I have seriously like a lot like probably just like an inordinately large amount of my dreams revolve around me being an actual superhero like yeah, totally. just like kicking ass like and it's you like some there's like a loose plot going on like there's a bad guy and then there's people that i have to save and then i go in there and i beat the shit out of them and like sometimes i have magical powers and sometimes i can fly but i always just beat just fucking destroy them like see, see the, the difference. Is, the,
0: the difference is, is that when I get those kind of ideas, I end up spending like a year and a half making a movie about it.
1: I know. Like, it's. I wish. Uh, I, I wish that's what I did. That would be more fun. I gave
0: you powers in a movie, man.
1: You. You, you did, and that was great. You're like, and you
0: could fight with giant axes. It was just
2: like. And now. That is so is, perfect. By the way, just knowing, <laughs> listening to the show. That is so perfect, actually.
1: <laughs> like, yep. That sounds about right. Giggling and silly and badass.
2: Axe
0: wielding. So hey guys, this has been spectacular. This is uh, Matt having you on the show after listening to your voice for all this time uh, being on your show Um, but now I'm laying down the gauntlet man. Um, I did my best him and his gauntlet. For you, you did your best for me, but but your listeners have not gotten the true Trekoff experience. So I laid down the gauntlet. I would love, before the end of the year, to have us on a couple of times. It would be awesome.
2: Oh, like, seriously, you, you don't understand. Like, Gino and I, yeah. after we were done with the show, we were, like, texting, like, okay, we really need to talk to Melissa and get these people back, like, as soon as possible, because that was literally the most fun we've had in our life. There was a point, not kidding, and Melissa is usually pretty calm and together and keeps us boys in line. But uh, there was a point where Justin, Gino, and I were being so silly that she couldn't get through this fucking part of her notes. She <laughs> kept. She kept breaking down in laughter, and she was crying, and she was red, and
0: <laughs> 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 that's awesome. Oh man! Well, this has been a great discussion. This is uh, this is our first time doing this long distance. Um, I, it's cool that we can all see each other. We're using. Yeah. So if anyone's wondering how we're doing it, like like we're just like basically going to a Google Hangout and then recording it. There are lots of ways to do it. So I always like to encourage other people to make their own podcast to do their own like sort of stuff, and it's not like another barrier to being able to do it finding the time to get together and getting yourself ready and cleaning the house and and that's all it's all sort of like part of the past now like yeah. like like the barriers to doing this are getting lower and lower and lower like and and if you do it people will listen so i love that we can do this this is so i said it to alexia earlier we're living in the future man we are
2: i mean like 20 years ago I could not have the friends that I have right now in places like the UK and Scotland and Australia because of doing the show. So it's so amazing to be global like that.
0: A fan right? of the show a, a fan of truck off the other day got into um, a discussion with the guy with the guy I went to high school with on Facebook. It was just <laughs> like I said something then one said something then the other said something then they just started talking to each other for a little bit. It was it was just it was fascinating. It's a fascinating time and I mean, I'm so
2: I mean, excited. I mean, even the fact that we can do this—it's so Star Trekky. I mean, yeah, I, you, we're doing this coast to coast. I mean, you guys are in in the D.C. area. I'm in Arizona, so you know, on screen. Well,
1: I know. Um, <laughs> can we? Can we? When we do this again, though, it's important to me that that we say, put it on screen.
2: <laughs> well, um, that's the thing. We do little skits on our, our show every now and then, so we'll probably do one where, like, we have an incoming call call from the truck off sector, and then we'll yeah. say, Nice! To-
3: Hell <laughs> yeah, dude, yes! Yes! To,
2: to those of you who've been waiting for a month for
0: us to come back, um, Part of the reason uh, that we took so long is that, uh, I w- that, that I've had some, some stuff that we have had to deal with in terms of where the studios to do this is, uh, and, and with the weather and stuff, um, we were curtailed from doing this a little bit. So the good thing about this is that I think you're going to be able to get us finally back on a really regular basis. So thank you for sticking with us for, uh, for our little hiatus and uh, and Alexia I have missed you and Matt I am glad that you've been part of the beginning of, of this next era of Op, and we can do this whenever we want so yeah and, for being and part you of know it. what guys
2: before we go I just want to say as a fan I love the show I think it gets better with time uh, you you guys are awesome and I listen to every single one so thank you you know really thank you for letting me come on your show because I know you guys don't normally do guests so I really do appreciate it and I hope I didn't like Talk over you and annoy you the whole time. No, I I think oh, we oh, found
3: whatever, a, awesome. no, a guest that better. we will
2: probably be okay with having
0: back uh again. It's, yep, <laughs> Mr. A gives you the thumb Mr. of a of gives acceptance. you
1: the thumbs up. She can he can see that. <laughs> yeah, but the people at home can't see that dude. Whatever. So whatever.
0: <laughs> okay, guys. Well, lots of love. Um, um my name is
1: Justin. And my name is Alexia.
2: You can say it too, Matt. And my name is Matt. Trick off check off the bitches,
1: Stop, bitches. <laughs>
0: You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at GeeksRadio.com, home of Trek Off, the not-safe-for-work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to geeks. GeeksRadio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment.